For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Welcome, beloved saints of God. Welcome to another message. I've missed you guys so much. How are you doing? How is the new year so far? What have you accomplished since the start of this new year? What are your growths in the Lord so far? I must say that a lot of things are taking off for me. As I said um, in one of my messages, the ministry is now on TikTok. And I'm inviting all my beloved saints of God from my podcast here to come over and join. I want to engage with you guys. I want to speak with you. I want to, you know, the lack of um, communication when you are doing a podcast. So now we have TikTok. So I'm looking forward to you guys to come over and join. Just look for the name of the ministry. And you will see me there. And the ministry is going good because we are doing the work of the Lord. We are not there to seek followers. We are not there for likes and whatever. We are there to preach the word of God. So come over and join and let us engage and just grow in the Lord. So today we have a very important message. And this is from Matthew 10 verses 28 and the Lord says fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell so the topic for today's message is the fear of God all right and one thing that we know is that the church Whenever we speak about the fear of God, they always say we have to be in awe of Him. We have to reverence Him, which is true, saints of God. But we have to have a deadly fear of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We have to have a deadly fear of Him. The Bible says that fear God who can kill. That means when we fear that He can kill us, it is a deadly fear that we have of him. You have people saying that we should not fear God. That is not healthy. It is very healthy to fear the Most High. He is the highest. He is God Almighty. Oh, Labantaya, we are dust. We are crumbs. Glory to God, to him. We must fear him. Fear that he is terrible. Fear that he holds our life in his hands fear that the breath that we have in us the strength that we have in us to go against him and to sin against him was given to us by him we need 
to fear God. We need to fear him. And I'm not speaking about the teaching that the church teaches because the church right now is in rebellion against God. The church is rebelling against the holiness of God. It is rebelling against the holiness of God. And they're telling people that we, we only need to reverence the Lord God. Yes, we must. But the reverence and the awe of the living God comes from the deadly fear that we have of him. It comes from the deadly fear that we have because we have to know that he holds our life in his hands. We have to fear that we don't we are not promised tomorrow saints of God. We are not promised tomorrow the life that we we breathe the 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 the, the life in us the breath that we take was given to us by God. And so we don't fear him because the devil has crept in the church and he has placed his children in high positions to feed poison to the, to the sheep. Most of the pastors that are taking over, that are leading churches right now, are not the children of God. There are a very few that are speaking what the Lord wants. Everybody is speaking lies and they are the children of God and because they are operating in unclean spirits it makes the congregation to be rebellious that's why you have pastors they are living in adultery they divorce and remarry that is that is adultery a, a marriage only ends when one partner leaves this earth. I don't care what anybody wants to say. I don't care what anybody wants to, 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 to use their flesh and to make it turn the word of God into their way. The word of God stands. The word of God stands sure. The Lord says, before one of my word, one jot or one tittle, heaven and earth must pass away. The word of God is sure and it stands and we men cannot chip away the word of God to please our likings. It is the lack of fear of the living God why you have persons living in living in adulterous relationship having forni living in fornicating relationships and yet they go to church and yet they declare that they are followers of the living God It is a lack of fear that people when they when the the, the congregation give their money to help to feed the poor to build the church, to help with those who are in need. It is the lack of fear when the pastors and the deacons and the prophetesses and all these people take the money and put it in their pockets. It is that Judah spirit that is there, that they handle the money and they rob God. They love to tell you that, oh, when you come to church and you don't give tithes, they love to tell you that, the congregants 
are robbing God, but the people on the pulpit, they too are robbing God. When the people give their tithes and offerings, they too are robbing God. They're not doing what they're supposed to do with the money. The money is to help those who are in need. The money is to, is to build the, the building of God, make sure that things are running. But so also the money must help those who are in need, give clothes to the needy, buy food that is the that is the oh that is the responsibility of the church now the the, the pastors they believe that it is theirs they say that oh a workman must get his pay it is god that pays you pastor it is not the money of the of the congregants it is god who pays you how dare you take the money of god and use it for your own use you're robbing god so these things, when you look in the church, everything that is going on, it is because of the lack of fear of God. Since my beloved brothers and sisters, we say anything, we sin. You have people, they go out Saturday night, they come, they, they, they fornicate, they do this, they do that. And yet they put on their clothes and go to church the next day. And it is a, con a continual thing. Now a person can sin and go to church because of, of their regret and, the, and their, 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 their sorrow for sin. Yes, but I'm talking about the lack of fear. They don't fear that God can kill them and sentence them to hell. They fear man more than the living God. Notice how people are so afraid in these last days. They are fearful of men, but they don't fear God. They are, so they are so concerned about hurting men's feelings that they are not concerned about hurting God's feelings. Can you see it, saints of God? They don't want to hurt or offend men, but they, want, they, don't, they are not afraid of offending the living God. You see, and you have Christians... Oh, God says that I've given you authority to trample. I've given you authority over the entire kingdom of darkness to trample upon snakes and upon scorpions. And you have Christians who are afraid of Satan more than how they are afraid of God. They fear the devil more. But we are here to say we don't fear the devil because we are children of the living God. We have more power. Oh, greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. The power that we have can bind up the powers of darkness. How dare you say you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you fear the devil? We bind strong men in the mighty name of Jesus. We uproot destruction and death and all these things. We bind infirmities. Oh, we bind up the things of the devil and loosen the things of God. We are to fear God. We must fear that his right hand is outstretched. Look at the great and terrible God who destroyed the Egyptians, who rained down for all Amakantaya. Oh, glory to the living God, the right, the righteous God who rained down 
fire and brimstone out of heaven upon Sodom and Gomorrah. We don't fear God. We think that Elabakataya. We think that the God that we're serving is a different God. But the Lord God himself, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, was the one who rained down fire and brimstone from heaven. He is the one who parted the Red Sea. He is the one who sent the plagues. And he is the one who can kill you and send you to hell. You better fear the living God. You better fear him. Every person that has ever encountered God, the Bible says they fell down as dead. Why? You think it's reverence? It's fear. Real fear. Your flesh fear God. Oh, can you not fear him? For those of you who've ever had an encounter with the living God, your flesh goes a wire in the presence of the Most High. Hallelujah. Mm, your flesh goes a wire. The clay habakienya. Holy Ghost. Oh Jesus, the flesh, the clay goes a wire. It melts before God. Some of us need to get back to that place where God shows up. Hey, where your flesh doesn't know what to do. You're, you're bawling and you don't know what is wrong. You're, you're tearing your eyes out. Tears, reaches, snot and all these things. And you fall down on your face before God. That is who he is. Yet we don't fear him. We don't fear God Almighty. The one who spoke and things came. The one who killed. He can kill. And the Bible says that after he has done anything, nobody in this universe can question him. No angels in heaven can ask, what have you done? Mandokosa. He is God. How dear men, sinful men, don't fear him. They are thinking that because our Lord came in flesh and they nailed him to the cross. They never killed him. He laid down his life. Man can't kill God. Our Lord laid down his life. So, so for, for some of them who believe that he, or because the Bible describes our Lord and our King as the Lamb. They believe that he is just soft and meek. Yes. But he also has another nature. He is a lion as well. He is the lamb and the lion. He is a, he is a tearing, roaring God that tears, that demolishes, that destroys. He is that God. So don't believe that because he is, yes, he is, he was the lamb of God. He is the lamb of God because he laid down his life. He was the sacrifice for humanity. So he had to lay down his life. Men couldn't kill him. Man cannot have power over God. Man couldn't hurt God. Man can't kill God. It is God that kills man. So for some of you who are thinking that our Lord is, yes, he's, just a, he's the Lamb of God, he's meek and gentle, yes, but he is terrible. He is a great and terrible God. He binds up 
He, bro- he, he breaks and binds up. He destroys and he heals. That is the God that we serve. We have to reach a point in our walk with God when we know the two natures of him. He is, he is meek and he is terrible. You need to know the two natures of God. If you're operating in just one, you are in, you're off balance, saints of God. We need to be balanced with God. We need to know he's loving, he's the father. He's the friend, he's the husband, he's the lover. But over on that side, we know he is strict. He's an austere man. He is very stern. He is very, very stern. We need to know that. And his level of authority is beyond this earth. And he is strict towards the things of God. Oh, glory to your name, King Jesus. The zeal. Oh, that he has. For holiness and, and the things of God, we cannot match, saints of God. We need to get higher as the body of Christ. We need to climb higher. We are not at the standard where he wants us to be yet. He said to one of the churches that have found your works, that are they are not perfect before God. Our works as the church on a whole have not reached the perfection of the, God, of the living God. Why? There's a lack of fear in the body of Christ. We dress anyhow. We hang out our bodies anyhow. And we believe, oh, I can't dress holy. I have to look hot. I have to look good. I have to show off my figure. You're not your own. When you fear God, you don't fear God because of what men think. You don't dress because men will say you, 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 you look good. You dress because it is the right thing to do. You dress holy because God says you must dress holy. You live holy because you fear him. That he will strike out your name out of the book of life. People don't fear these things, saints of God. They don't fear that God can wipe out their names out of the book of life. They don't fear these things. But yet they fear the devil, that the devil is going to come and attack you. Which is worse? The devil is always attacking you. From the moment you were born into this world, he has been attacking you and he has never stopped. And yet you fear the devil that is going to attack you, that is going to kill you, he's going to do this. But you don't fear God that can wipe out your name out of the, out, blot out your name out of the book of life. Which is worse? I hate the fact that people fear the devil more than the living God. I hate it because it is wrong. The devil is like a flea before God. He is like a flea and a flea unleash. How dare you fear the devil more than God? <laughs> the devil must bow to God. The devil have to bow to God. <laughs> the devil is under subjection to God. How dare you fear the devil? Fear God. Fear God and live holy. 
Fear God and speak the truth. Fear God and love your brothers. Fear God and do the right thing. Fear God and live holy. Fear God and live holy in this hour. Fear God that you may make it into the kingdom of heaven. It is the fear. He says that he has not given us a spirit of fear. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The, ho oh, the Holy Ghost is going to clarify the, the meaning of this. Listen to the spirit of the living God. Because some of you are saying, God has not given us a spirit of fear. The fear that God is speaking about is the fear of the devil. It is the fear of the devil. The Lord says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. Yet Jesus Christ says, fear him. It is a different, it is a different fear. You cannot fear the devil. Because when you fear the devil, that is a spirit of fear. But when you fear God, that is the spirit of life in you that fears God. Oh, it is the spirit of life in you that makes you to fear God. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, glory to the Lamb of God. I'm going to find a scripture for you, saints of God. Even when they describe the Messiah. Hallelujah to God. Mm. When they described the Messiah. When Isaiah described him in the Old Testament. He even speak about the fear and the knowledge of God resting upon the Lord, resting upon our Messiah. Glory to the living God. Now, are you saying that our Lord has a spirit of fear? No. There's a difference. It is the spirit of life in you that makes you to fear God. But when you have the spirit the, 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 the fear of the devil and the things of this world that is the spirit of fear the spirit of death in you that makes you fear things but when you have the spirit of life it makes you to fear God because you have to fear God and live fear him and live saints of God do you see it now so for some of you are saying ah for some of you who are saying Oh, the Lord God didn't give, give us a spirit of fear, right? Yes. Let me see. I found it, saints of God. So Isaiah 11, verses 1 to 2. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. This is our Messiah. Isaiah is prophesying about our Lord. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Notice that the Bible describes the knowledge and the fear of God, that the, the, the knowledge and fear of God is the spirit of knowledge the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom and wisdom is knowledge so it says the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of god so even our lord when he walked the earth in the flesh he feared god he feared him the bible says he cried he did strong 
prayers and fastings and he cried out to the one only who could save him that was our lord crying out to his father and he and our god is our lord is god and yet we don't fear god you see the different sense of god so we have to be balanced so when i come out and teach about the fear of god don't think that the Bible says, I'm contradicting the Bible because the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yes, he says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and of a sound mind. Right? But when we fear the things of the devil, that is the spirit of fear. When we fear God, that is the spirit of life in us that we fear God. When God gives us an instruction to do this because we fear him, we do it. Oh, it's not because, oh, I'm not going to do it because, oh, I can always beg for forgive. No, you fear him. We have to fear God. We have to get back to the point where the church fears God. We don't fear him anymore. We are not in fear of him. We don't believe that he can kill us. We don't believe that he can destroy us. That he can wound us. Look at Job. All the things that Job went through. And he never cursed God. Why? Because Job feared God. He feared him. That's why his wife said curse God and die. And he, he, he said his wife was, a, was crazy. Because Job feared God Job feared God he said that in his in his night vision when the spirit came upon him that he was so afraid is that the hairs on his head stood up and all these things we have to get to the point where we fear God when we live out of fear for him and that is how we reverence him so may God bless you, saints of God. And this is such a powerful message for this hour. And also I want to say that the Lord is very, very sorrowful for the things that are taking place in his church. That we are not to the level and the standard that he wants us to be. And a mighty, mighty judgment is coming for the church. When the Bible says that judgment begins in the house of God, we know this scripture, but we have never inquired to God, what is that judgment that he says that begins in the house of God? What is the judgment that God has for his house? Can you imagine? He says that those who have received more, greater, right? Those who those who receive more they are expected to do more so the church the judgment that is coming to the church can you imagine what is going to happen so we have to start working and striving to please God may God bless you may God bless you saints of God in Jesus name amen <music>